Okay, Baruch Hashem, we begin a new day. We're blessed to start a new day. As we said in this last week's parasha, HaChodesh Hazelachem, thank you so much. HaChodesh Hazelachem, which means HaChidesh Hazelachem, the power for a person to renew himself, the power of renewal is Lachem, belongs to you, belongs to you, which means that every person has the ability to start new, to start fresh. Especially to the Jewish people, where we go after the moon, and the moon teaches us that we have good days and we have bad days. We have days where things are, the moon is shining and you can see it clearly, and you have other days where it's hard to find the moon, to find that light, and the uh, the thing that we have to remember is Baritz Mitzrayim, by Daber Hashem, I think El Moshe, maybe El Aaron also. Baritz Mitzrayim, Dafka in Mitzrayim, do we say Hachodesh Hazelachem? Dafka, when things are difficult, it's very important to find a way to renew yourself, to find a way to strengthen yourself, to feel fresh, to feel. To feel chadashim labkarim rabbim unasecha, especially on a Sunday morning, on a in a morning in general, it's always good for a person to to start off to say, okay, Baruch Hashem, how do I want to create my day? How do I want to make my day? What do I want my day to look like? And Baruch Hashem, that's one of the reasons why we start off with purity of speech, because we want to start off with remembering how we want to live the day, and how we don't want to talk about other people, how we don't want to, how we don't want to focus on other people, we want to focus on ourselves, and we want to remember that when I see the bad in somebody else, ultimately it's a lesson for me, and that I can't change anybody else, but what I could do, hopefully, is I could work to change myself, and the more a person works on his purity of speech, as we're going to learn, as we're going to learn today, it all begins with my judgment of other people, because the reason we talk negatively about other people is because we have negative judgments of other people. We have certain uh, focus on the negativity of other people, which ultimately comes from my focus on negativity from within myself. And whatever I see in somebody else ultimately is just a mirror for seeing that person and seeing whatever I'm picking up is really within myself. So when a person starts with purity of speech, I say, okay, I'm not going to talk about somebody. I'm not going to judge negatively. I'm going to judge favorably. So a lot of times what that does is it brings in negativity in oneself. So if I'm not, oh, I can't even now speak about somebody, I can't even see the band in someone, so now I gotta deal with all my negativity, I gotta deal with all my stuff, because remember, Mitzora, which is the punishment for the one who talks Lashonara, means Motzira, Mitzora is Motzira, I'm bringing out the bad that I have inside of myself, that's why I see the negativity, I see the bad in someone, is because really that bad lies within myself, and I bring it out in others. 
So when I learn to fix me, and I learn, or better, like we've been saying, when I learn to heal myself, when I learn to love myself more, when I learn to accept myself more, when I learn to spend more time uh, focusing on that, so suddenly the people around me, um, I'm able to, to handle, and suddenly I start loving other people because ultimately I begin with, it all begins with oneself. So with that, we start. Moshe, you had a question? Yeah. Or a comment? Um, well, if somebody's just being a negative person, you don't think that can exist? Somebody just behaving <clears throat> extremely negative. What are you talking about? Keeping that up on somebody else. Somebody's around you and just right. down. And yeah, of course. Them. Sure, it affects you. That's how, they, if you have... Is that a reflection of my own negativity? So, just because I'm able to pick it up, right? Meaning, meaning, if, if somebody, if someone um, um, is, if you're if you're focusing on their negativity, right? If you're focusing on their negativity, so if I'm focusing on it, I'm letting it get to me. Maybe that's a reflection of mine. But that's what I'm mind, saying. But otherwise, it's like okay, so he's negative. Okay. Right, but that's not a negative. If I say, so it's okay that he's being negative, because if I say I'm sometimes negative, if it bothers me that he's negative and I'm, and I'm, and I'm down on his negativity by saying, oh, he's got to be positive, <coughs> that's a negative comment as opposed to, or a negative thought, as opposed to, it's okay that he's negative, I'm also sometimes negative. That's a positive statement. When you tell someone or you tell yourself, be positive, that's negative. Chasing a positive experience. Exactly. That is negative. As opposed to, he's being negative. That's okay. I know what that feels like because sometimes I'm negative. That's a very positive way of looking at it. Right? It's like we speak about all the time. Lashonaro. That guy, he's such a this. What, and I'm so perfect? I'm also like that sometimes. He's so selfish. I'm also selfish sometimes. Okay, we sort of forgive and let let it go. Easier said than done, of What's course. Easier said What's than done. Line? What do you mean? What's the line when when somebody doing something? I just don't say, yeah, I don't do that. That's completely uncalled for. Right. Again, it, it could be uncalled for, but the, the the my thoughts and my negativity about it are really the prob are really the problem. It's you. It's it's usually not the problem. That's the problem. It's usually the way I think about the problem that's the problem. It's usually not the person that they're doing something that's the problem. It's usually what I say about that, what story I create about it is, is more the problem than the problem itself. So, but, but uh, very good, Moshe, yes. So that's why we start, so that's why we start off, that's we want to learn the purity of spe- speech in the morning and to start off our day, to start off our week, because we want to remind ourselves how important it is to focus on, on myself and to realize that what comes out of me is, is what I have inside of me. So if I have negativity, it's going to come out negative. If I have positivity and love, I'm going to share love. We only can give what we have. So we give negativity because I have negativity. I give love because I have love. So let's begin with the Chavetz Chaim, he says we're on page day two, page twenty. Um, 
Here, he says, some people might think that being Don Lekavschus is a nice midah. Judging favorably is like, you know, a nice thing to do. That one can choose whether or not he would like to excel at it. They even claim it's just not my way. Right? Some people are like, ah, I, you know, you, do you want to be optimistic and judge positively? Or you want to be realistic, right? That's what they say, realistic. But in actuality, the Don Lekavschus is something that is... A mitzvah in the Torah. It says in the Torah, but tzedek tishpot esamisecha. Tzedek tishpot esamisecha. You're supposed to. Hashem commanded us, which the reason Hashem commanded us is because, and He, he wants us to have it because He wants us to, to have a beautiful life. So that's why He tells us, I want you to have a beautiful life. One of the ways to have a beautiful life is if you learn to judge people favorably. He says, who do we have to judge favorably. So there are three different types of people. There are tzaddikim, bainanim, and rishoyim. So tzaddik, a tzaddik is someone who is always careful in mitzvahs, right? A bainani is sometimes careful, sometimes not. And a rasha is someone who is continuously not doing the mitzvahs. Now I just want to say, we'll talk about this, we've spoken about this before, we don't, we're not in, we're not in touch with any uh, Rishayim. So you don't know, nobody who you know is uh, considered a Russia in our, in our circles. So you don't have to worry about the Russia so much. We're just dealing most of the time with Tzadikim and Bainanim. We don't deal with Rishayim. That's not our circles. Even if there's someone who's, who's not observant and doesn't keep the mitzvahs, he's not considered a, a Russia. He's more considered probably a Tinok Shanizba. He's, uh, he's someone who's probably in, in, uh, in pain and hurt. He's not a true Russia. Yes, Shimon. Someone's, uh, someone does uh, a uh, what? Uh, a Kofar? Yeah, nowadays? Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's just, uh, just a fool. He's not smart enough. He's not, he's not, he's not smart enough to be a full-fledged uh, that you could call him like that. Yeah. Yes. Somebody thinks that somebody else is a Russia, they should be Tanya. That what? If somebody thinks that somebody else could be a Russia, they should be Tanya. They should be Yeah, exactly. Or Bainani, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. Correct. We're not talking according to the, to the Balatanya. Well said. Okay, but either way, the, the point is, is that you want to be judging. The Torah tells us we want to be judging people fairly. Now, one thing just for a uh, uh, very, very important note. If you don't judge people favorably, it's very normal. Meaning it's not, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta judge everyone favorably, so I'm gonna now, because of this, because we're, we're talking about it, now I'm gonna judge everybody favorably. It's something that takes time, it's something that takes work, it's something that a person has to work on and work on and work on for years and years and years and years and years and years. So you got to judge yourself favorably also when you say, oh my gosh, I don't, judge, I don't judge people favorably. That's okay. It's okay that you don't judge people favorably. It's something that you work at. And again, the key is not, you're not uprooting the negative, the negative. The point is not to uproot my negative thoughts about someone. The point is I want to put in positive thoughts to someone. It's not so much about uprooting my negative thoughts. If your roommate is a certain way, you're not going to uproot your thoughts about it. What you could do is you could try and find 
the good things that he has. If your father is a, a certain way that you judge him negatively, you're not going to switch the thought to uproot that. You can focus on other things that he has that's positive. Yes, Moshe. Yes. Yes. But you can't, yes. You, you, the negativity is more part of our core. Our default is, right? If a guy know, knows and grew up looking at himself or looking at a person that's ingrained with negativity, by just going ahead and say, oh, he's nice, he's nice, he's nice, 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 just saying superficial positive thoughts is not going to do anything. It's not going to work. But what you need to do is you need to uprooting a negative thought. How are you going to uproot a negative thought? How, I'm saying, give me to so tell me. How, how would you uproot a negative thought? You can't so much uproot a negative thought. If, if what, what you could do is what you could do is you can you can switch your focus onto onto something positive. That when you look at that thing, you know what I'm saying? Because uprooting it, it's like how, how are you going to do it? It's there. Like I. You'll, you'll naturally not look at it negative because your, your lens, you're focused on the other, the other part of it, right? Maybe you're saying the negative, you could, you could say, I'm thankful that I went through such a bad situation, or I'm thankful that I have to work on myself, so that could change that negative thought into a positive thought. But that's a high level. That's a high level. But the key, again, motion, what you're saying, the key is, is that once a person is, is training himself to training, and I use that word on purpose, you have to train yourself, and it takes time, it takes patience, it takes a lot of effort, being honest with yourself, to say, okay, I want to look at things positively. I want to learn how to look at people positively. I want to focus on that. So that takes work and effort, and uh, it, it takes time. Yes, Shimon. If I have, uh, if I have uh, no, not if, I do have preconceived, uh, like I look at a person and I, I already know who he is, what he does, this, that, would me being grateful for, for things that that person does or, or stuff like that, would that help me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, that's also something, because that's looking at the positive. Right? If someone says, oh, my father, my mother, that's usually right, where it starts from, my father. And you say, okay, uh, thank you. You call up your father. Thank you for, you know, for raising me. Thank you for giving birth to me, to my mother. Whatever it is, thank you for changing my diaper. I don't know, thank you for paying for my food when I was a kid. Whatever it is. Obviously, it's hard when there's pain and there's upsetness. So it's like, well, what do you mean? You know, but yes, that is a way. Yes, Meyer. Jeremy said that when a person starts uh, working on it, um, doesn't matter from, um, from where that stems. I mean, it doesn't matter from where a person wants to, the reason why he wants to start looking at things positively. Or uh, as long as he's growing, as long as he's changing, he knows that he has to change. It's like a matter of. Well, it's if you want to. If somebody wants to be negative, so go, go for it. No, that doesn't, he, he, want, he decides he wants to be positive. Let's say he decides he wants to be positive. I, I don't have a good example, but let's say only because he wants to just. Uh, I don't know. Is, is it possible that a person can have like a, not such a good 
told Shalolah Shalolah Shalolah, who cares? I'm saying, who cares? Who cares? I mean, I don't think it matters. Why does it matter? If, if I'm, uh, you'll, I'll live a better life or whatever it is. I don't know if it could be you're not motivated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's no bad. I think it means like, let's say, oh, I don't want to be like my father's negative, so I'm always going to be positive. Right. I don't want. That's coming from like a negative. Right. That's true. I mean, it's a negative motivation, right? I, but I think, yeah, I, great, great questions. I, I, I want to just be clear. It's not like a, it's not like just like a cute thing. Like, oh, let's. You know, let's learn, let's learn to be positive. You know, let's do, a, let's do an activity to be positive. It's a, it's a trend. It's like, it's like, uh, it's a way of life. It's changing your entire life. It's not just about being positive. It's focusing on gratitude. It's focusing on, on you know, beautiful things in your life. It's a very deep transformational life that you live when, when someone does it. It's not just about saying, you know, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, he's good, he's good, he's good. It's totally transforming the way we, we think about life, we think about ourselves, we think about the future, we think about the world, we think about people, we think about everything. It, it's, it's, you know, and the earlier you train yourself and the earlier you try to do this and you work on this, You'll see a whole. You'll see a change in your feelings of yourself because ultimately, the negative feelings that we have of ourselves. Remember, thoughts create emotion. So if I have bad emotions, if I have negative emotions, if I'm feeling anxiety, if I'm feeling uh, sad, if I'm feeling a certain way about something, it's because my thoughts ha- are are negative sad thoughts. So, so when you change your thinking, then your emotions become different. When you change the way you think, then you're able to, to change your, your emotions. Yeah. Um, so what would you say to people who have your classic pessimistic um, answers? Um, like, I know a classic pessimist is a pessimist. They look at it in the wrong way. But a person who's super positive also looks at things in a super positive way. Both of them can be detrimental because a person who's... Someone could give someone the benefit of the doubt to the point where they are bitten from it. Because you could say there's could be someone who's, like, let's say, purposely manipulative or, you know, or a guy who's trying to mess him over, like, financially, let's say. Like or in a business deal, and the guy goes, "Oh, he, you know, he's probably just having a bad day." No, the guy hates you, and the guy wants to destroy you, and the guy's going to keep getting into that position because right. there so are you, people like that. Right, right. You're, you're asking the the classic uh, people taking advantage of me uh, syndrome, but that, that that that's that's other problems that, that a person that a person's going going to have if he's um, you know having people take advantage of him. You, no, no, no one's, like you don't want no one's going to, to be. No, no one's mm-hmm. going. To, someone being negative and positive has nothing to do with people taking advantage of you. People who who have people take advantage of them uh, have other problems that they're not being clear about. And that, it's not about looking at things positively, looking at things negatively. That's a whole different different uh, discussion. But it's a good point, Zach. Okay, so says says the Chavetz Chaim. Judging a tzaddik, 
If you see a tzaddik doing what might seem like an Avera, you are obligated to don Lekavschus, even if it appears more likely that he was doing wrong. What are some examples of judging for good? So he says, either you could say, right, let's say you see someone driving on Shabbos, right? So, Baruch Hashem, most of the people we're interacting with are tzaddikim. So if you see someone who's driving on Shabbos, either he went into a car on Shabbos because he felt symptoms of a heart attack, he's rushing somewhere, he works for Atzala, he doesn't know, right? Maybe that it's... Um, that, that's number one. So number one is he went into the car on Shabbos for certain reasons that he had to go. Number two, he wasn't aware that he was doing what he was doing what was an Avera. Number three, he thought that this mitzvah was a chumrah rather than a chiv. Or you could also assume that the person did teshuva already. So part of donning lekavschus is you can, you can think of many, many reasons why this person is doing whatever this person is doing. I think the key, um, a lot of times like we say, is depends on where you are. What is your circumstance and where are you? Meaning you don't just run into seeing someone doing something wrong. It doesn't just happen, oh, you see someone doing something wrong. You first want to understand who the person is, what the circumstance is, and that sort of gives you a, a broader way for a person to see the, the good of the situation. Meaning, meaning, if a person knows, okay, I'm going to a place where people are going to chas and be mechal Shabbos. So you want to sort of prepare yourself to how I'm going to judge them favorably. If you know you're going to, to a place where you know that people act a certain way, you sort of want to get yourself mentally ready to judge Tavschus. Like we say with everything, it doesn't just happen. Things don't just happen. You put yourself in circumstances which will bring out your judging one way or another. When you're speaking to someone, if you're, let's say, going to be calling your parents, or you're calling a sibling, or you're calling someone who you know things bother you about them when you have a conversation, or you're in touch with someone, or you're going to a place, or you're going to a meal with somebody who you know that person bothers me, or acts a certain way, you want to sort of get yourself prepared to how you're going to be looking at that person, because otherwise it's going to be much harder. The more a person prepares for the situations, the easier it is for him to judge and to say, okay, I'm going to focus only on these positive things, right? If let's say someone has a bad relationship with his father or mother and he's calling them. So I would, before I call them, say, okay, what am I going to focus on now? What is my, you know, to sort of take a active role in how I want, not necessarily how the conversation to go, but what I'm going to focus on so that will help me look at things in a much better light. Okay, question and comments, and then we'll begin the Silas Yasharim. Yeah. Part of being done with the is you're allowed to meet the guy just ignorant, ignorant right? Uh-huh. Yeah, you could say he just doesn't know. So you're going to a community where like, a lot of people don't right. are always in Right, they, they just don't know. They don't know what the halachas are. They think it's a chumrah, whatever it might be. Yeah, you can make up stories. You'll, you know, you be creative. Yes, Eitan. Um, that is like just hearing it. Like it sounds very nice, and 
I'm gonna be honest, I've tried it before. But sometimes if someone can throw a wrench in uh, your situation that you thought of, or all of a sudden something becomes much more difficult and there's a whole new topic and you you never see seen it coming and then you know the rage starts and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's much, it's so much harder than what it is, and, like, I, I know I would really like some, like, tips on how to, like, keep that in me and not let it out. Right, beautiful. I like that. I like your honesty. So, first of all, if you remind yourself every day, and we do this every day, it starts getting into you when you realize that it's a priority. That's number one. It's something that you have to remind yourself all the time. And number two, right? Number two, so that's number one. Number, but that's something you do. Just if every day you remind yourself, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do, it starts becoming a part of you. Number two, and I think this is probably the most important. And I mean this, I don't like to say statements like that, but I really believe this is probably the most important. And that is not to be negative when you're negative. Which means I'm being negative right now. It's hard for me to be positive. That's okay. I think the first, our default right away, the gun, the trigger we pull right away is that we go to a, a place and I'm trying to be positive and I can't be positive. Or I did it for a minute and then five minutes later I'm hating everybody. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're hating yourself or hating everybody, you're feeding the hatred. If you're negative about you being negative, then you're feeding the negativity. Like, well, how can you oh. switch it into a positive? What? How can you switch it into a positive? So you don't, don't switch it into positive. Just be, uh, well, the way you switch it to positive is if you're okay with it. It's okay. It's okay right now that I'm being negative. What, is that positive or negative? That's positive. That's not negative. Right, it's positive. If someone says, right? When someone says, I remember hearing this once, I was like, thank you so much. I wanted to hug the guy. I heard him talking, I think it was his son or someone, he's like, stop being so negative, be positive. And I was like, thank you so much. That was so negative. I just got it. I just got it. I was like, thank you. So that means when I tell myself the same thing, will you stop being so negative? Would you just try and be positive? That is so negative to say. As opposed to, that's okay that I'm being negative. That's okay that I'm that I'm having trouble at this conversation. It's okay that this person who I'm trying to see the positive in, I still hate. That's okay. I'm working on it. It's a process, you know? So that's, okay. that's I think, yeah? Don't, don't, expect, don't expect to be in a level, right? We wanna say like, okay, well I've been listening to this for a long time. I've been in this year for a long time. I've been trying this over and over and over and over again for a long time. When am I finally going to get it? Okay. Beautiful. Great question, Eitan. Okay, beautiful. Hashem will help all of us and all the Jews. Yes, Rabbi Byron. Yeah, 100%. 
Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Well said. Yes. 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 I, 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 I want to. I, I think. The, I think the point. Well said. The point is. Is it's all. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about training yourself. And when I say training, it's like lifting weights. And you can. And there's. I think a little bit of what you're saying. I can't just show up and lift. You know, the the most. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. I don't know what, what, what you know. What's uh, what's very very heavy. I can't show up and lift. You know, two hundred pounds. You know what I'm saying? It takes. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta work it through slowly. So you gotta build up your muscles of I'm learning to be more positive. I'm learning to. You know, we a lot of guys do this. Start writing down, having a notebook. Waking up in the morning, I know the last thing I've done, and I'm like, I, I'm so thankful this is new for me. I've been doing this for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and now I got my Spotify affirmations. I'm like in love with the with with that because it's it's just another level of of just constant constant um, feeding myself. I want to feed myself more love, more positivity, more uh, good timing, shlamy, more right. You listen to it? You got it? Yeah. It's good Fine. stuff. What? A few times. A few times. I sent him a, a, a new one this one. It's good, good stuff, right? Yeah. Right? So, so, so what is it when you, when you're, when we're up to that affirmation? Send, when, you, when you learn to, to become that type of person, then it's not the situation anymore. It's my, it's my, it's me. It's not the situation anymore. It's all me. And when you realize that it's all me, then you're, then you're living a different life because it's, it's not the situation. It's all about my thoughts and my thinking and who I am and how I feel. Okay. Hashem will help us all to love each other more, to not speak any Lashon Hara, to not be makabal any Lashon Hara, and to be Zoha, to live a life of Ohev Yamim Liros Tov. Like the Chavetz Chaim, Yaisha Chavetz Chaim. I just want to see the good. I just want to experience Tov. I just want to, want to have a, a, a positive look. And again, it doesn't mean that things are not difficult and things are not hard. It's, 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 it's okay if things are difficult and it's okay if things are hard. That's, that's you know, that, that's okay. It's not, it's not living in, in this, uh, you know, like this La La Land. It's not living in the la-la land. It's, uh, it's truly connecting yourself to, 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 to all the good that really is here with us. So Hashem will help us all and all the Jewish people to be zocha, to live like that today and every day. Amen. Amen. Okay, I want to end off with this first piece in Mesil Sisharm, as we've been saying in Nikias, um, of Gezel, of boundaries, like we left off on Thursday speaking about fraud. We left off saying that when I sell a product that is a product that is a defective product and I'm covering up the product, it's really a reflection of my cover-up of myself and the honesty of myself. When it comes to money and it comes to uh, getting ahead in business and it comes to uh, achieving financial status, so then people are willing to do whatever they need to do to accomplish that. And they forget of the value of 
being honest. They forget the value of being someone of nasasa nasata bemuna. Do I am I trustworthy? Am I a trustworthy person? Right? People say right, they say I love the I love the um, the pressure. I got to get on with my life. Right? I got to I got to start my life. I love that. I got to leave yeshiva to start my life. What 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 what, what, what is what is your life? It depends what your life is. I have to start my life, which basically means I got to make money. That, that equals that. I got to start my life. So when are you going to leave yeshiva to start to live your life? What, what does that mean? Meaning, meaning, uh, right? What's that line? Uh, I'm so poor, all I have is money. Right? I'm so poor, all I have is money. What about your relationship with your wife? What about your relationship with your children? What about your relationship with Hashem? What about your relationship with yourself? What about all the other things that are, that are more important than money? And, and then, yes, people need money, and it's important to have money, and you need to make a parnasa, and you need to support your family, and, and I'm not worried about anybody. Most people don't end up being homeless. Most homeless people are more uh, mentally ill people, not people who spend too much time working on themselves. Right? You're not gonna find somebody who works on themselves and not only that, the more you work on yourself, the more valuable you are. So the more valuable I am, so that means that I'm more valuable than, than money. And money is, is secondary, not primary. And listen to what the Ramchal says. The Ramchal says, I want to be very clear. I'm not anti-money. I love money. I think money is great. I think money is a beautiful thing. I hope everyone makes a lot of money. I'm not coming here and saying... You know, uh, don't make money. You know, people usually look at it like this way or that way. Either you're going to be a tzaddik and poor, or you're going to be a guy who makes a lot of money, whatever it is, and hopefully you'll be okay. Life doesn't have to be like that. You could be a big tzaddik and have a lot of money too. You could also be a big loser and have no money. Those also go. People think like, oh, you leave yeshiva and you go get a job, so automatically you are rich. Okay, so that means that anyone who's out of yeshiva who got a job is not struggling with money. And that's a lie. That's not true. There are a lot of people who have jobs. Right? Imagine that. Imagine you don't have a good marriage. Imagine you didn't work on your emotions. Imagine you didn't work on yourself. You don't have a relationship with Hashem. And you have no money. Huh. Right? Talk about a, talk about a bummer. Right? So, so if, if a person works on himself, and he works on his marriage, and he works on his relationships, and he works on his relationship with Hashem. So worst comes to worst, I have that, and maybe, okay, I struggle a little bit with money. Because I've met a lot of people, I spoke with someone the other day who's not so much in yeshiva, and we're talking about it, and the guy's broken like anything. Why? Why is he broken? Because he also doesn't have money. And he also has nothing outside, right? He also doesn't have anything outside. And he also doesn't have Hashem. He also doesn't have that. And you start paying the price as you get older and older. You get, as you get older and older, you pray a very, you pay a very strong price. And listen to what the Ramchal says. He says very, very strong. We see this isn't something that started in America. This is something that people lived with. The Chavetz Chaim speaks about a lot about this as well. He says very clearly, the yearning for money. Chemdas Hamamin is very strong. The desire for money is very strong. Later on, the Ramchal says it's even stronger than, than 
the the chemda, the, the desire for for taivus nashim, as we're going to see in a second, it's, it's stronger to to than even your your other desires. Money will trump a lot of your desires. That's what he says. Kain mechshalos of rabim. So therefore, its obstacles are are many, are many. Right? I say one of the things I say is a person wants to know who he is and what he wants to do. Imagine yourself as a millionaire. I mean, oh, millionaire. Sorry, not not that little. Imagine yourself uh, worth ten million. If that's enough. Right? In our day, a million was fine. Right? A million dollars. What's a million dollars? I remember I spoke to someone uh, a few years ago. I'm like, what's your goal in your first five years as a uh, making money. He's like, at least 10 million. Uh, he's still waiting for that, by the way. He's still waiting for that. Right? So what, what's the point? The point is, is that, is that so, so, uh, if a person, he says, Kol Yishadav, Amam Rabba, Kei Mechshos of Rabbim, right? That it's very, um, a person has a lot of um, stumbling blocks for money. A person has to spend a lot of time uh, rooting this out. It's a very high level. This is the first level the Masilzi Sharm is talking about that we have to work on. The first level, oh, that's what I was saying. Imagine yourself being a millionaire. Imagine yourself right now, you have $10 million. What would you do and how would you live your life? Don't make your decisions in life based on, oh, I gotta get money. Say, right now, someone wrote me a check for $10 million, so that gives me, gives me some breathing time. What would you do now? How would you live your life? Don't ever make decisions based on money. That doesn't mean you don't make a decision to take a job, take a this, because this one maybe makes a little bit more money, this this. But don't sacrifice your life for the money. Some people say, okay, I'm going to just work something that I don't like to do. So he's going to say later on, a person sometimes is willing to work something that he doesn't like to do just for the money. So I'm selling myself. I'm selling my value for the money. So, so that's one eighth that I would tell everybody is imagine that you had all the money that you need. Someone deposited $10 million into your bank account. Now, how, what would you do tomorrow morning? Now, what would you think about? What? At what? I would be sitting right here. Okay. You are sitting right here. Okay, exactly. Okay, but one second. Hold on. Hold on. Did you hear what Rafi says? He says if someone deposited in his account $10 million, what would he do? He'd be sitting right here. Did someone deposit $10 million in your account? No. You'll go check. No. And he's sitting right here. So you know what that means? That means that he's doing what he truly wants to do in life. That is, that is so powerful. That means he's living the life that he wants to live. That's incredible. That's a very, very challenging thing to ask yourself. What would I do if I had all the money in the world now? What time would I wake up? What would I do? What would I be busy doing? Yes, Toby. Life's pretty much started the second you walk in here. So, 
just I'm sure whether you guys are thinking about it or not, I'm sure thinking about it because you're passive aggressive thoughts, so it's not money, then what's the goal? Uh, what's that cutoff point of, of where do I know I'm set to walk back out, especially if I walk like in here? And it's still something, again, that's being processed. But I can tell you on both ends, what I'm trying to see is that people, people in general don't buy necessarily products, and people buy people. Correct. And people buy ideas. Correct. So that means you have to be a big enough, enough of a person, enough Correct. of a person that someone will be willing exactly. to buy. And enough of an idea, they'll come from that. Exactly. It doesn't come from picking, a, you know, necessarily, you know, working. It comes from more first being that person and then applying that with the work. Exactly. Makes you that. Like Dovey Sour. Exactly. No, it's true. That's what Dovey said. First, you first need to be that person. What happens is we sell ourselves for, for a little bit of cash. We literally sell ourselves, and, and I'm willing to sacrifice my, my value of who I am for, for some money. And if you think about it, yes, Rabbi T. So I, I walked in, I heard $10 million, and I got excited. I a lot of energy today. One, because this is one of my favorite topics in this past week in Mamash. On Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, right before we pulled into Yeshiva, I spoke about this Nikuda. But before that, I want to tell the Rabbi, the Rabbi mentioned that he does words of affirmation, I think it's called, every morning. And uh, my, my wife got offered a position to be a principal, and she said, I'm not really a principal. I said, I got this from Rabbi Fisher. I said, I look in the mirror every day and I say, Tzvi, I'm skinny. I'm skinny and it helps. I said, try it. Look in the mirror and say, I'm a principal and you'll be fine. And on the way to Yeshiva, it's early. I told him to play the Shweki song, We Can Be Anything, Anything. And you feel better. And, and so that's the energy that we got from the rabbi. This past weekend, I had, a, I had a sit down with my girlfriend, Uzi, that we both, every morning, we tried for the past two, three months. We wake up in the morning. Um, for Nate's, and I said, you know what the issue is? Hashem knows that if he gives us now the money that we're dreaming and want, we'll be on a hammock in Columbia doing bricks of cocaine. So Hashem loves us so much that he says, you're not a vessel for that. But as someone told me on Friday, he said, my partner, he has a challenge store that they do well during Corona, and he said, my partner sits in the near all day long. And he said to me, and he said he makes more money because he has more shares, and he gave me the business, and he told me, because I took on another store, I'm learning another savior to show Hashem that no, the opposite. So he said, you want to be a vessel of money? That that we don't have money that we're sitting, as I told someone, I said, if I had millions, I don't know if I would come every day to Fisher's and give over a shear. And you think, so God is having mercy on me because look at all this beautiful, real Emmas that I do in my life. So today I woke up, and after it's after the Dafyani, for the first time in many years, I sat and said, I said, I'm not waiting for the millions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna create the vessel. Now after today that we added the villain, I feel like I'm a vessel to accept all the millions. But the mice are all that's the that's the Messiah. When someone loses money so he could look at the partner that stole or lost him the money and be upset. But if he hops at the money that he would have made, the millions that he wanted, he wouldn't be married, he would have struggles. 
So is Hashem having, and that's the big picture that we all have. As Ramchal, beautiful Rabbi Tzvi. As Ramchal says, Ki Rabim Yischaztu Ba'anofim Rabim Yanfeachsidus. Many people are able to reach high levels. However, Ube'inyan Sinas Habetza, when it comes to money, and it comes to not running after the dollar, Lo Yochlu La'agia El Mechoz Hashlemus. Unbelievable. He says that one of the hardest things, and that's why he begins the Eric of Nikias with this Geneva and with boundaries and with people having trouble focusing on their life. Like we say that when a person dies, mace, mem, tough, is all a person has when he dies is he has mitzvos and Torah. That's all a person brings with him when he dies. And of course, like I said, it doesn't mean that a person can't get a job. It doesn't mean that a person can't make a living. And it doesn't mean that a person can't have money. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of money. But the question is, what am I running after? What is my focus in life? Is my focus in life my, my uh, emotional health, my spiritual health, my relationship health? my more important things, and then okay, I need money to do all of those things. There's nothing wrong with it. I need money to help me do all of those things. Or all of those things are secondary, right? When am I starting my life? My life is really gonna begin when I get my job and I start making, right? That's, that's what people do. Oh, how, how this guy is successful. We hear the words, this guy is successful. What does that mean? Whenever we say, oh, this guy is very successful, it means he made a lot of money. But we want to change that, that perspective. Because that's not what success is about. Yeah, people say, success. I'm not going to get married until I have 100 grand in my bank account. That's something you hear a lot. A guy will say, I'm not going to get married until I have money. And what if you got married and lost the money, so now you're not going to be married anymore? And that's the battle of the Muslim Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Hashem will help each and every one of us as we're beginning a new week, as we are uh, closing in on, on Adar, we're closing in on Pesach, we're closing in on heading back home, heading back to America heading back wherever you're going back to. And one of the most important things for a person to remember is that our time here, Baruch Hashem, we're in a place, we have an opportunity to work on the most important things that we have in life, the most important things. And that is our emotional health, our spiritual health, our, our thinking, our relationship with Hashem, our relationship with ourselves. And as Dovi was saying, it's so true. The money is the easy part. That will follow, that will follow my value. The more valuable I can become, the more I focus on the value of time, the time, the, 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 the days that a person has. Yes, show them. I was just reading in this economy's parsha. It says that the Chaisa was armed. So he said, what to do with that? Because they had the clouds. So 
why they are. You have to do your studies. So I, I mean, I hope this is the right way to think about it. Is when it comes to money, obviously do your studies. What do you have to do to be able to support yourself? But that doesn't mean it's the main thing. Do your studies, and once you do your studies, have your studies, then Hashem will hook it up. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Beautiful. Well said, Shalom. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha, Hachodesh Hazelachan, that we just read in last week's parasha. The power of Chiddush, the power of Chadash, the power to renew ourselves. To There's nothing more exciting than, than renewal. Right? If today was the first day of school, the first day of yeshiva, right? you have a certain attitude, first day of uh, life. You're born, you got a new chance to, to make your life and create the life that you want. A person would have such a different approach to the day. A person says, okay, it's my first day on earth. How, you know, it's similar to what we were saying. If you had a million dollars in the bank, how would you live today? How would I live today if I had everything that I needed and I was perfectly set up and I had no worries about my future? What would I do today? And that says a lot about who you are, and that, that can help you understand who you are very much and how you want to change yourself, and how you want to change your life. To say, because this is your life. We're always waiting for our life to be. You're in your life right now. Yes, Up until now, the Yiddin never stays in the time, and time wasn't there. Now, for the first time, time was there to do as they please. Beautiful. Beautiful, Sean. And we're, and we're not slaves. We're not slaves. We're free to live the life that we want to live. Hashem will help us all to live that life, to create the life that we want. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, everybody.